Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode at GearZ the Sim Racing Podcast. Today we have a lot of news to cover, so let's jump straight away on it. First we'll discussing the Gran Turismo movie, what I like it, what I didn't like it, what I think that we should have done. Of course we're gonna talk about the news and we're gonna have a new segment. This new segment I will just bring a couple of videos that I like of the community and I will tell them a little bit about you guys. And of course I will have the links on the description for you see for yourself. But before everything let's jump and talk about sponsors, likes and subscribe. You can always subscribe to the channel and like first on video remember 85% of the views on of our video are not subscribers so please guys hit the like button and subscribe and comment is really important if you're listening us on Spotify Apple Amazon any platform please give us five stars and subscribe too and give us a like if it's possible and of course you can always scroll up on the audio and answer to the question if you like it what you don't like it what we could bring more other parts you can always join our patreon remember two pounds will support uh, the channel and will support games with cancer so please slowly slowly start incorporate more things we're gonna have more videos more giveaways if when we have them and of course more stuff and you can always click on our affiliate link and support us through there. Just clicking, you are already supporting. So more times you click, more times you get support. And of course, if you need something from the best materials of sim racing based on UK or, or wide, remember, click and buy them on race anywhere. First part, let's talking about the video that caught my attention and the highlights of the community. I think the first one would have to be its finish, a personal rig final touches by John Racecraft Simulations. Is a crazy setup, a full motion rig, and after he even put a setup of triple curve 45 inch monitors, giving a 180 view completely on the rig. So it's really, really fun. A different one is Stop Sim Racing in Pain, 5 areas to improve comfort, last longer from Daniel Morad. I think is a different video where he talking about how we improve our posture, legs, shoulder, lower back pain. is completely different from what you expect on sim racing, but it's full interesting. And of course, Cardock is back with another video, when your F1 sim racing hobby goes too far, a super fun video showing as a full power of Vezaro Formula 1 racing sim. Ace Cardock is always a fun guy to have around and see these videos and the video is very well balanced. So for my part I think the video is really good and all the links will be on the description in both audio and uh, YouTube. So on audio just you know scroll up and on the final of all the description all my links you're gonna have the links with the three videos and on YouTube you know what to do. Before we start talking about the Gran Turismo movie and everything let me only click out this one away from the place so as you see starting having my chemotherapy losing a little bit of my eyes as see, my hair is falling down some parts some parts not still a little bit thin it's falling oh, from you know half arm one arm with so <laughs> it's a little bit weird so we're gonna see that a lot of the guests that I already recorded 
was recorded with hair so we're gonna have intros without hair and everything after with hair because i was recording with advanced so some of them even have my glasses as i have to use it from the lights i cannot look straight on the lights but now it's getting better and everything so let's see if everything is going to get better and better but you know we're going to see for the next times a little bit air no hair feel a little bit sick and the day that i'm sick i will ask christina to talk on the microphone just to read and talk it's going to be something really really simple probably she's going to make the voice over while you are uh, i put some videos so let's see how we're going to but i think it's going to be going to be fun parts and i hope we can keep bringing you more and more podcasts let's go jump on gran turismo and talking about what is important and first, let me remember that this is my humble opinion. So what I'm talking about here is really just what I feel about the movie. So don't take a consideration, don't take personal, just go see the video because you don't want to be disappointed. But let me focus on what I like it, what I didn't like it and what I would like to change. First, Gran Turismo make a big part of my childhood and that is absolutely correct. So. I started playing Gran Turismo on PS1, Gran Turismo 2, the guy when I bought the PlayStation, or when my father bought the PlayStation, came with this is football, was a very bad football game on the time. And after we get the ship, as we get pirates on the PlayStation, we went for having a big list of games. And of course, Gran Turismo was the game that I play more, according to other racing titles as Colin McRae, Tokyo Race Driver. After we went for PlayStation 2, again, Gran Turismo 3 was the first game that I acquired and countless uh, summers and uh, nights and days playing Gran Turismo. So Gran Turismo 3, 4, 5, 6, the 7, I didn't give a lot of love. I give love to the Prologue, if you guys remember Prologue. I give love to the Spore, if you guys remember <laughs> Gran Turismo Spore. But Gran Turismo 7, I didn't give the love that deserve. I put him a little bit on the side unfortunately but still again that i enjoy it so this movie will have all my patience reunited that's something that we always dream going from games to real life but let's focus first on what the game talk the game video talking so the movie is talking about the real story of yen mardenborough from cardiff a dream of always sim racing as we're talking already but let's put a break because the story is not 100 accurate so he talked about of course everything but on the time Yang was very young, here Yang is already with some age, went to university, but lots of small things. Of course, uh, Yang was not the first GT Academy, uh, the first GT Academy was Lucas Ordonez and the first one to even get the podium on Le Mans as he gets second place. Here I think is different because Lucas already had the story of karting and Yan didn't have any story of karting so I think it was more important to have the story of Yan and due to the fact that he had a big crash in Ubering as we're going to talk on the movie that is real but that happens two years after the Le Mans not prior to Le Mans but it is small things that they do it to create drama to create more storyteller as we know let's all talk about the positives first let's see that the trailer automatically put me away when I know and I saw the CGI a little bit too much but I was quite surprised because the movie was really well balanced and captivate even probably the less racing sim racing fans. I think Orlando Bloom make a very good paper, uh, appear and disappear as you could imagine. And it's quite funny because I think with his long hair, I think he was ready for doing a Joker movie, but that's it. And uh, in terms of the other characters, David Orber, I think snail completely all his paper, I think was the best that he could get it. Uh, if it was not him, I think Gran Turismo movie will not have the extent that we are talking about. I think he 
give so much color to the movie you give the drama when you need it you give the energy when you need it so i think it was really really good in terms of visuals and cutscenes was really good very amazing transitions from virtual to real and from real to virtual i think sometimes on the virtual was giving the emphasis that would be captivated from the um, from the PSVR 2, so with the graphics from the PSVR 2, so it was quite funny to see that part, I think, was not so accurate with the Gran Turismo 7 on the, the 4K scale, but they're more on the VR scale, so it's quite quite good. The immersion was really perfect, and the HUD balance was similar to the GT7, quite similar, I will talk a little bit more after that part. In terms of cutscenes, like I say, the, big, the first cutscene when it's showing Cardiff, Give us a little bit of visuals when we have the show of the map in Gran Turismo. So that was really, really good. And I think the, the movie encapsulates everything that, for example, sim racers are passing when they go to the real racing world. You know, when we have the old school motorsport uh, mechanics and engineers coming and say, look, you cannot restart the you cannot restart the car as soon as you go on the track. So uh, that is something that a lot of uh, pro uh, sim racers and real uh, drivers are talking about because uh, Jamie Broadband is even talking about that when he say that um, he's already tired of listening that when the people say to him when happened a mistake that you cannot reset the button and he even say yeah I know I'm not a stupid gamer so <laughs> uh, it's something that still need to be break that boundaries but close and closing the gap between sim racing and motorsport is getting smaller so I think it's quite good the movie that part and of course see how the GT Academy have been fighting and bring uh, more uh, sim races to the real drive so I think that is something good and you know the movie is setting a path for the future as soon the movie is going well in terms of story the movie go really well balanced between what was expected uh, Danny Moore and Jack Slayer are not real characters but Jan is a real character so it's not 100% accurate what is going but I think it's good when they put a scratch on Uber Ring that happened two years prior the two years after the race in Le Mans no prior as they say but uh, I think it's good because on the crash one person died and I think when they bring it to the um, to the movie, I think was to emphasize the difficulties that the sim racer have to adapt to the real race, with the real race driver, and something that happened in Nurburgring, as you know, cars go super fast, they they um, overplane, and it was something that affected a little bit the community on that time, and it's quite nice to see on movie and portray. In terms of story, we know what we're expecting. Of course, Danny Moore and Jake Slayer are not real, but Jan is full real, and he was one Academy winner. On the and was a third place on the map. I think what will be important is to know that they put the crash at the Evanuburing. The crash happened two years after Le Mans, not prior as appeared on the movie, but it's really important because it was something that shaped the community and uh, something that bring, uh, that bring more uh, honesty to the movie. Of course, they incorporate before, I think, according with Jan, just to bring that emphasis what happened and how difficult was an accident and how difficult was for him to go back to the track so i think is really important and to finish i really love to see the mentioned names of rory alexander super gt when appear on some of the clips of the videos i think was really important to the gt community and they deserve to be part but let me talking about what i don't like it and what i think that she should do and first hud was not 100 accurate 100 real and the font and the element was there 
GT7 always been very clean with the elements and the numbers on top of the cars. I think the numbers was not similar to what we see. Is the fact that uh, they didn't use a real one, I think, put us a little bit outside of what I was expecting and said. I was expecting more better communication between uh, Gran Turismo and the Gran Turismo movie, but that happened. Uh, you can see even, for example, when you have the fast lap, normally go the purple and the white colors and there go purple and black numbers and the font on the numbers are not similar. But uh, is what we have, I think, probably some part of budget or whatever, or probably they even ignore it and they want to do themselves, but it's okay. In terms of CGI, I was expecting worst, so the CGI is quite okay. But if some scenes that are really, really bad, it's over-exaggerated when it's an accident. But that is always Hollywood. We know what is going about. And when we go in Le Mans. So when we go in Le Mans, he, on his last stint on the last part of the race, spoiler alert, he go outside of the racing line and go try to go from outside overtakings. That's okay. But they're using CGI to do that overtakes and the cars are too fast turning, uh, sometimes like 90 degrees turn and don't look really really real so i think the cgi there failed and of course the exaggeration of photo booming on the final of the race i think <laughs> that take completely the exaggeration of the <laughs> of the real uh, drive racing and uh, take a little bit i know it's for the sake of entertainment but take a little bit the original i just remember c1 on my real uh, uh like my real time as seeing uh, motorsport and that will be in the Indianapolis with Michael Schumacher and Barrichello and that's the only one that I remember I don't remember anything more so seeing that is not is not nice and talking about incoherence is the racing uh, regulations incoherence big crash happened in the track I don't want to say which track for you guys don't see the movie big crash happened and uh, it's wreckage all over the place automatic you should know that will come a red flag and not a yellow flag so they put the yellow flag cars are going around the circuit and uh, waiting for them to clean and when and soon they go back when they go back to the area is already clean so we know that take more time to clean that take the debris the oil uh, take the wreckage of the car so for safety normally they will go red flag go to the pits and stay in the pits until we're going to be safe to go back and for example my wife automatic knew that and she told me oh should be a red flag so automatic even persons that are not related to racing on the racing world they know and of course as a sim racer and racing enthusiastic we know automatic that that is a big mistake and another small mistake i think was evian using all the time the same car until they go to Le Mans. so he used the gtr from nissan until they go to the prototype from nissan on that i think it's just for official sponsors but it's not nice to know we know that automatic you will stay longer in the different categories and oh driving the same car from um, GT Academy to the GT3 then after to Le Mans is not the same what we're expecting but is I think I say think probably for the sponsors for the lower budget or not go over the budget is what happened but let me emphasize the two factors sorry the three factors I would say three factors that make me real sad first of all is when they go and pursue it with the the police they're using a GTA uh, type of um, uh, layout with the HUD by comparing to the GTA with stars for the police. And after when they evade the police, uh, message like well done. And after a bro uh, I'll say a gold when you get that uh, part, I think it's a little bit sad because that is not Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo never was about that, but it is what it is. 
Uh, second uh, fact is the fact that they, they need to use Kazunori or Kaz uh, Yamawashi on the movie. They use it as a cameo. He appeared on the um, as a, sh- a sushi chef. Uh, so is him <laughs> serving the sushi in Tokyo. But it would be nice to see him. I was expecting they was using another person because he would have to speak in English and Kaz don't speak any English. But he even when he speak these uh, two three uh, lines he speak in japanese so i think it would be nice to see kazumori official as the person from gran turismo still they make an appearance as marvel do with stanley so it is okay but i would like to see him more involved and to bring him more the power of uf on the gt academy of course talking about that gt academy and keeping on the same line i would like to see probably when it was the drivers of GT Academy. A lot of them, they don't have many lines, so it will be easy for any of the GT community uh, do it. So I would like to see the Rory, uh, James Miller, Super GT, have them there talking about it. I think it will be nice to appear there driving the car or um, have more cameos as GT Academy, even if they are the first ones to go home, you know, just for the movie and everything so i think it would be nice to see it or probably even jimmy broadband giving an appearance i think all of them have such an importance on the community of gt so it would be nice to have them as a cameo appear more not only the name but they appear more involved in the movie gonna give us more sense of immersion and more senses to the gt community and the last one and probably the most vital is the wrong one on the circuits it's possible that you know that they will not using the full circuits as was expecting. Okay, they put Silverstone and Automatic. I live near Silverstone. I've been in Silverstone. I can see that was not Silverstone, it was Hungary. But Automatic, you see that and that put you a little bit away. But okay, uh, you know that's not Silverstone, it was just one circuit. Uh, is alright. But after came Luma. I knew that Automatic Luma will be recorded in Hungary, so automatic i know that they will have to use and adapt turns with cgi to hungary they even uh, write on the curves Le Mans, and give all the, all that emphasis you see on the first turn the turn of uh, turn one in Le Mans, that the uh, coupe the coupe dunlop that will be uh, automatic um, hungary but with the cgi you give that emphasis because you have the stance on Le Mans, you have all that vibe so it will be quite accurate but when you go on the straight, you see that CGI is there. I see that they use a little bit Hungary straights. And okay, I keep saying that it's okay. I think don't it's not something really bad. But the last part of Le Mans is when everything goes wrong. So Le Mans finished in uh, two chicanes. The Vintage 4 is one of the most f- uh, famous. And when they use that one, I was expecting to see the chicanes there. Um, but you don't see the Virage du Four there, you don't see the Virage de Reste du... Virage de Reste du Compon, I think is the name. I think I'm gonna say wrong. But it's Virage. <laughs> I know that. So you see automatic that Virage du Four will be there. And no, they have, they use it in the turn the same way that is on Hungary the last turn. And okay, I. I could I Google and I say okay probably they're using the Bugatti layout or something like that but no they use the official turn of um, the Hungary because you know Le Mans have different layouts and one of the layouts is the Bugatti layout at that ever turn quite similar to what appeared in the movie but l- the real Le Mans have the chicanes so automatic you see that they didn't try 
to emulate the full full Le Mans and that is quite sad because automatic everyone knows every fan of racing sim racing know Le Mans almost like you know your, your hand the palm of your hand so you know automatically which parts going to be better which parts are not going to be better where they're going to fail where they're going to fail so I think they should even if it was CGI they should emulate that chicane even if just CGI no cars passing just build it on the corner will be better I think so then having the the way that was the circuit but of course is what they decided and we cannot disagree in terms I, I get a little bit sad because I was expecting a little bit more but you know these mistakes always happen you know that the drama gonna be excess as you see on DTS the drug to survive but I keep saying that at least the circuit layout should be accurated or the maximum possible for we as fans enjoying it but it is what it is as my wife say in terms of movie is really enjoyable I think if you're gonna comparing with Fast and Furious it's way over Fast and Furious it's way over real uh, feels the immersion that you, the racing is good and of course comparing for example with adaptations of movies to the games to movies like Need for Speed this one kick completely Need for Speed from the curb and give us a better movie so I expect from that we can evolve to better and probably go back to uh, TV shows where it was bringing sim racing to real racing drivers as appear with um, James Baldwin so I think it's nice if we keep backing that part and having more about sim racing in movies and series. Two weeks to cover off news and talk about what will come on the future and get kick on Gran Turismo 7. Porsche wins Gran Turismo World Series Showroom Manufacturer Cup 2023. Subaru and Lamborghini come on second and third. Was an amazing race. The was a dry, wet, dry race and was conquered only with two drivers on the team of Porsche, normally instead of the three. Uh, 33 laps in Suzuka made an amazing race, a super emotive and I will say to you, if you have a chance, jump on YouTube and see the race because you don't want to be disappointed because it was really, really emotive race with loads of different things, but Jose Serrano and Tasaki, they are machines and they bring to Porsche the win. And in terms of National Cups, Spain dominate once again, of course again. Uh, Jose Serrano go completely winning the two events back to back on consecutive days and that bring close to Spain to being the dominate on the National Cups. Japan will come in second and Brazil on third, not as normal, always the, the three big nations on the National Cup. The next series and the final one going to be in Barcelona, 1st and 3rd of December and going to be really, really good to see again another land-based uh, title decider that remember the last one was held in Monaco, this time is in, in Barcelona and I, I really enjoy it, Barcelona I think going to be really nice in continue in terms of sim racing news on arcade sim, Forza Motorsport is bringing the learning AI and the physics overall Learning AI, we don't know if will be released straight away on 10 of October, that's the date that the game will come. So a lot of things we don't know yet, but that AI is adapting himself to the uh, real drivers and to even to your friends. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see that uh, and the driver tar behavior. Of course, a new physics is always really important and let's see how it comes and will come to a new for the race regulations FRR and the drive rankings that will feature multiplayer matchmaking events 
and of course will be based on the safety rating scores, skill rating uh, number and combines a numeric driver level. That's quite similar to what we see in Gran Turismo and it's quite important to see Gran Turismo and Forza go back to fight and bring more. More they fight, more they're going to bring to us, more updates, more content, more new features. So it's really good and see that uh, new AI quite similar to Sophie is quite important. Sophie is on Gran Turismo, something that's going to stay for the next uh, games. So it's really, really nice to see that. In terms of arcade games, a new game is coming, Motorsport Manager to the Mobile 4, probably will come to uh, Nintendo Switch or probably to Steam as always tends to appear after, is after 10 years, uh, the fourth game, the first one going in 2014, so something good, you don't know nothing yet what the game will bring or not bring because as you see was clip posted on uh, Twitter X, depending on what you want to call it, so with the number four, so we don't know nothing that about the game, what's going to feature, what's going to feature, but it's something important. And moving now from the sim, it's time to talk about R Factor 2. R Factor 2 have a free update, and that update going to add the Career Cup to GB liveries from 2023. Will bring a new uh, car balance to the GT3s, GTEs, and BTCCs, and five refreshment on the circuits. The new circuits are going to receive refreshment going to be uh, Mills Metro Park, Tobin Raceway, Lock Drummond, Nola Motorsport Park and Atalanta Motorsport Park. So it's quite imp important uh, racetracks are going to receive a new um, revamp and going to bring something more update to the game. Remember that the studio is releasing on the final of the year Lima Ultimate. So let's see what going to bring with that and what you're going to expect from that. So I don't know if they're going to put now R Factor a little bit on the side and focus only on Le Mans or they focus on R Factor 2 or probably in bringing a new R Factor 3. In terms of sim racing news, uh, something that I want to talk to you about is the Humble Bumble Victory Lab, the Ultimate Racing Sim Bundle. As you know, starting with a donation of £13, with £13 you can get a list of a full games and the games are Assetto Corsa Competizione, Assetto Corsa Ultimate Edition, Automobilista, Automobilista 2, Drift 21, NASCAR Eat 5 Ultimate Edition and R Factor 2. From all these list of games, I think the game that is less interesting is going to be NASCAR Eat is an official game but is very arcade, but still gives some fun. So I think for donation of 13 uh, pounds, you can get already these games and can get more if you donate more. So if you donate more, I think it's more important, but I think for the minimum of 13 uh, pounds is really, really good. So guys, give a like and enjoy it. If you don't have any of the titles, please enjoy it and download this bundle. To finish the news, Racing Prodigy now is going to use the race room on F4, I presume, and that's going to be the next league tournament. If you guys don't know uh, Racing Prodigy, they are doing some uh, championship or league tournaments in iRacing Race Room, R Factor 2, and Street Kart Racing on mobile to give a chance of sim racers to go and race on real life. So, quite something important, something that's going to be really, really good. I'm really excited to see the how going to go now with the race room and with the R Factor. And, you know, it's quite good after we're talking about Gran Turismo have uh, racing projects bring this one and bring the chances of you go to the real uh, racing drive. And I think it's really important from as everything from the news, guys. Uh, 
and that's it guys uh, thank you so much for seeing the this little episode talking about the news a little bit about Gran Turismo remember is my opinion so share your opinion in the comments what you like it and what you didn't like it about the movie and of course uh, next episode we're gonna have Matthias Sala as a guest from VRC virtual racing uh, cars and we're gonna talk about mods about all the work they do it and I hope to see you in the next episode guys see you